we are now entering session 31. Uh, this was received February 25, 1981. This is the re-listened version. Uh, 17 exchanges between Don and Ra uh, focused very well and, um, and firmly on the issues of sexual energy transfer, energy transfer in general, <clears throat> uh, positive and negative use of sexuality, meaning the use of sexuality for those on the positive path and those on the negative path, excuse me, and homosexuality and Ra's perspective on that, which is not complete, but um, I think true and a useful input to our understanding. Uh, and there are many other dynamics in play there, too. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, 31-0, Ra gives a greeting in brackets. Maybe the tape had a problem. Ra says, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Dawn first asks a question that Carla wanted to know if it's advisable for her to walk alone now that she feels better. Ross says it's acceptable. And then we go into the um, main teaching uh, exchanges, first uh, talking about sexual energy transfer and then going into the details of what energy transfer is and then how it um, manifests in practice uh, in uh, partnership in 3D. So Don is <clears throat> uh, acknowledges in 31.2 that uh, information from the end of the previous book uh, would be uh, put as more advanced material. And I think this may be part of the reason why they made a book five or um, took personal material out of the first four books to become book five uh, because uh, they felt it just shouldn't be included in the published books one through four. Uh, <clears throat> and this was probably related to their own sexual uh, situations. And so <clears throat> he said, uh, you speak in this material, what had they had prevent, presented before, of sexual energy transfer. Could you define that sexual, that energy transfer and expand upon its meaning, please? And this is the first uh, explanation of energy transfer. Ross says, <clears throat> energy transfer implies the release of potential energies across, across, shall we say, a potentiated space. The sexual energy transfers occur due to the polarizations of two mind-body-spirit complexes, meaning the polarization of gender bodies, each of which have some potential difference one to the other, the nature of the transfer of energy or of the blockage of this energy, so we have transfer versus blockage, is then a function of the interaction of these two potentials, basically associated with the, the, gender, the dual gender bodies uh, in the sexual encounter. In the cases where a transfer takes place, you may liken this to a circuit being closed. You may also see this activity as all experiential activities as the creator experiencing itself because the seven rays and dimensions and qualities of consciousness energy obviously came out of intelligent energy uh, or intelligent infinity from source. Uh, it's modulations of the one and all is one. 
And so it's the creator experiencing itself always, uh, including the, the negative folks that we dislike. <clears throat> uh, that's the creator too. Nityananda said everyone is God. Yeah, right. And in time and space, uh, they, may, they may be quite distorted. So <clears throat> sexual energy transfer is a type of energy transfer. There's also physical or vital and there are mental trans energy transfers. Uh, there's a potentiated space, which is the apparent distinction or difference between the apparently dual two individuals involved here in the sexual energy transfer or mental transfer, the two, the apparent uh, manifestation of two different mind-body-spirit complexes. Uh, <clears throat> whether there's energy transfer or the transfer doesn't occur due to energy blockage, in terms of the chakras, is, of course, a function of the specific interaction of the two potentials um, established by the consciousness energy conditions of each of the two individuals involved. And when there's transfer, it's like a circuit being closed. And that's the sense that some people have in um, fine-tuned relationship, partnership, where, you know, I feel complete. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, you are me and I am you, or uh, I've waited my whole life for you, uh, and, and now I feel whole. There's a, a, there's a sense of a closed circuit or a unification of the energy streams between the two people and within each of the people, male, female, in this case. Uh, 31.3. Don's asking, would this then be the primal mechanism for the creator to experience self? And you can see the problem right away. I could, <clears throat> meaning uh, his uh, assumption or wondering if it's the primal mechanism. Ross said, this is not a, prop this is not a proper term. Perhaps the, the adjective <clears throat> would be, quote, one appropriate way of the creator knowing itself. For in each interaction, no matter what the distortion the creator is experiencing itself. The bisexual knowing of the creator by itself has the potential for two advantages. Firstly, in the green ray activated being, meaning fourth chakra uh, activation, in the green ray activated being, there's the potential for a direct and simple analog of what you may call joy. So joy is associated with green ray. The spiritual or metaphysical nature which exists in intelligent energy. This is a great aid to comprehension of a truer nature of beingness. <clears throat> the other, or second, potential advantage of bisexual reproductive acts is the possibility of a sacramental understanding or connection, shall we say, with the gateway to intelligent infinity. For with appropriate preparation, work in what you may call magic, may be done, and experiences of intelligent infinity may be had. The positively oriented individuals, because if we're talking about green reactivation, we're only talking about positively oriented entities on the positive path. <clears throat> the positively oriented individuals concentrating upon this method, meaning sexual uh, intera interaction, upon this method of reaching intelligent infinity, then, through the seeking or the act of will, are able to direct this infinite intelligence to the work these entities desire to do, whether it be knowledge of service, 
which is fifth ray, actually, or ability to heal, which is fourth ray and six, or whatever service to others is desired. Uh, there are these are two advantages of this particular method of the creator experiencing itself, i.e., bisexual interaction. As we have said before, the corollary of the strength of this particular energy transfer is that it opens the door to the individual mind-body-spirit complex's desire to serve in an infinite number of ways and other self, thus polarizing towards the positive uh, even more. Now, <clears throat> uh, bisexual knowing of the creator by itself, or what we consider sexual union of male-female, uh, is considered one appropriate way of the creator knowing itself. We may say that the adept path is in many ways um, the unisexual or monosexual or, or non-sexual uh, way of the creator knowing itself alone or without union with an apparent other self, like the solitary adept path, seclusion and um, focus on um, you know, meditation and practices. This is another appropriate way of the creator knowing itself, not morally inferior to relationship. Relationship is not morally superior to solitude. Of course, uh, it's just different ways. In each interaction um, and in solitude, the creator is experiencing itself, obviously. What else is there? All is one, and that one is intelligent infinity, the one infinite creator. So no matter what the experience or the choice or the condition, solitude or relationship, sexual sharing or mental sharing only, the creator is knowing itself, or one knows itself as one. Uh, then Ra explains that this bisexual knowing of the creator by itself has potentially two advantages. First, uh, <clears throat> there is the potential to experience joy, joy in sexual union. Now, of course, you can experience joy in solitude. You can experience joy in any um, you know, time-space configuration. It's a matter of the transformation of energy centers so that fourth ray uh, is sufficiently awakened, as I've said in the essay, Joy in Mind in Universal Vision. Uh, joy uh, akin to the kingdom of heaven is within, or is the result of uh, transformation of energy consciousness of self. Whether or not it's bisexual, the catalyst is bisexual union. In this case, we're talking about those who are heart-activated somewhat may experience joy in sexual union with another where there's both uh, green ray activation, where both uh, enjoy that and enjoy then a green ray transfer. In terms of what joy is, which here is likened or, or related to heart chakra, <clears throat> and basically body, body, uh, body happiness equals pleasure, Heart happy, heart mind happiness equals joy, and spirit complex happiness, although it's beyond that word, is bliss. So you have pleasure, joy, bliss. Pleasure is associated with body, joy, mind, bliss, spirit. So Ra is explaining the spiritual or metaphysical nature of joy exists in intelligent energy 
sixth ray link, uh, the spirit complex shuttle bridge that ultimately can be linked to eighth density or contact with intelligent infinity. There, Ra is alluding in a subtle way to the linkage between uh, fourth and sixth rays. Green ray activated with another also green ray activated, having green ray transfer in sexual activity, having experience of joy, uh, the essential uh, quality of this joy or its spiritual or metaphysical nature uh, actually is a sixth ray quality, you may say 6.4. And so there's 4.6 and 6.4. Fourth chakra, sixth subplane, sixth chakra, fourth subplane, linking. Uh, and that makes some contact, may make contact with intelligent energy or intelligent infinity. Uh, this joy, whose nature actually is uh, a, a resonance of sixth ray, uh, which can, uh, which is you know uh, the gateway, the 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 this the, the uh, this side of the octave gateway entrance or bridge, the gate to the bridge, on this side of the octave, uh, to eighth density intelligent infinity, in my view. This is considered a great aid to comprehension of a truer nature of beingness, which is sixth ray, sixth chakra, sixth dimensional uh, condition of Atman, <clears throat> uh, beingness, the beingness complex associated with higher self. So one may know one's own greater beingness or true beingness more fully by joy <clears throat> that uh, arises by green ray transfer sexually, also alone like experiences of joy in meditation, or joy after meditation. <clears throat> in nature, or wherever, uh, joy resonating with sixth ray, allowing uh, a deeper knowing enjoyment of our greater beingness, true nature, which links to higher self and beyond. The other potential advantage is the possibility of sacramental understanding or connection with the gateway to intelligent infinity. <clears throat> and that's basically talking about the the link between that activation or that resonance activation between four and six, with six then being able to resonate to eighth density, or beyond the octave, or to source, the source of body mind spirit complex, uh, and the resonance you know spirit complex shuttle uh, from the head to the next octave, which is uh, activation of the gateway to intelligent infinity. And so uh, sexuality based in green ray love may then lead to uh, sexual magic or magic, uh, white magic, very white, <laughs> white in the sense of love-based, um, that uh, does uh, magical working uh, with six ray and contact with intelligent infinity, uh, <clears throat> leading to these experiences of bliss or um, unity, uh, infinity, experiences of intelligent infinity. Positively oriented individuals who concentrate upon this method of reaching intelligent infinity, meaning white sexual magic. There's also black sexual magic or sexual magic associated with lower chakra blockages. But then for those seeking, which is, this is what Ra did on Venus in 3D, by the way. They did uh, sexual magic love-based sexual magic, magical work, uh, to realize intelligent infinity or unity and true nature 
uh, and that strongly um, integrated their group and led to a high, you know, a significant harvest and uh, great positivity in the social complex. And so positively oriented individuals who concentrate, concentrate upon this method of reaching intelligent infinity, meaning uh, sexual, positive sexual magic, uh, <clears throat> through that seeking, which is an act of will, so seeking is an act of will, um, the fine, finest act of will is to seek uh, one's true nature or to seek, uh, you know, freedom, <laughs> complete and perfect enlightenment, seeking to uh, fully be and know what one already is, uh, which is intelligent infinity or the infinite, the one. That seeking and act of will, in this case by sexual, positive sexual magic, then may direct intel infinite intelligence through intelligent energy, in the normal way magic is done, uh, to whatever service they wish to do. And when they said knowledge of service, I think that's a fifth ray activation. Ability to heal is more of a fourth and sixth ray expression. And so <clears throat> service to others may be uh, strengthened, uh, compounded, empowered by um, this form of positive white sexual magic. And so um, Ra is saying that uh, the corollary or, or associated condition of the strength of green ray transfer, uh, meaning the value of it, is its capacity to open the door to um, unlimited service and continue strengthening one's uh, or you know empowering one's polarization on the positive path, polarizing towards positive really means towards unity, really means continued activation of higher centers, four, five, six, and continued, uh, you know, release of blockage from one, two, three. Thirty-one, four, <clears throat> Don pushes it further, which is great. This whole session is very focused. Can you expand somewhat on the concept that this action, meaning sexual green ray transfer or sexual energy transfer, not only allows the creator to know itself better, but also creates in our density an offspring, meaning baby, and or makes available the pathway for another entity to enter the density, meaning child, uh, you know, making a, making a child or uh, bringing uh, a route for a soul to come into 3D physical. Ross said, as we've previously said, the sexual energy transfers include the red ray transfer. So when we're talking about procreation or creation of um, a baby, this is a red ray transfer, which is random and which is a function of the second density attempt to grow, survive, uh, to grow or survive. Mm, that's conditions of second density, which is basically growth, while first density, first density life or consciousness doesn't have that orientation, that focus yet. Ra goes on, this is a proper function of the sexual interaction. The offspring, as you call the incarnated entity, which takes on the mind-body-spirit complex opportunity offered by this random act or event called the fertilization of egg by seed, causes an entity to have the opportunity to then enter this density as an incarnate entity. Yes, of course. <laughs> so it's a proper function of sexual interaction 
to uh, create, uh, you know, uh, a fetus, uh, fertilization, and to make a baby uh, for another, you know, make a form. Actually, it's really creating the body for another entity to enter 3D space-time. That's normal. That's ran That's natural. Um, interestingly, the red ray transfer is random. I think what they mean is that whether or not um, fertilization will occur is random or it's not um, directed by uh, mind consciously. However, yes, of course, there are other entities involved and highly evolved people may um, have direct interface to whether or not fertilization occurs. Uh, mind, uh, those who've developed mind sufficiently may um, work with the process whereby there is or isn't fertilization. And when there is, um, somebody with a developed mind may influence the, the process of the fertilization as well as may higher dimensional positive beings in this case. Ra goes on, this gives the two who are engaged in this bisexual reproductive energy transfer, meaning red ray transfer, the potential for great service to the child in this area of nurturing of the small experienced entity as it gains in experience. It shall be of interest at this point to note that there is always the possibility of using these opportunities, meaning sexual energy transfer, to polarize towards the negative, and this has been aided by the gradual building up over many thousands of your years of social complex distortions, which create a tendency towards confusion or baffling of the service to others aspect of this, of this energy transfer, meaning sex, and subsequent opportunities for service to other selves. So, uh, the service to others aspects of sexual energy transfer begin with the nature and the consequences of green ray transfer itself, meaning two people who are on the positive path, vibrating heart chakra somewhat, uh, green ray energy transfer leading to joy, or possibly creating joy, or being catalyst for the experience of joy, which may then lead to a greater appreciation of our beingness, <clears throat> and uh, contact with intelligent energy, and then intelligent infinity, and the basis for positive sexual magic, and contact with intelligent infinity consciously, or usage of that through intelligent energy, to uh, empower various forms of service associated with fourth and fifth and sixth chakra activation. Whether it's healing, comforting, or teaching, or knowing, or um, you know, magical work, sixth ray, there's the empowerment of service to other that may come by uh, sexual, by green ray transfer in sex that leads to then some kind of magical working together that may then lead to contact with intelligent infinity, which then rebounds and comes back as intelligent energy available for service to other. That's uh, an important part of the service to others aspect of green ray transfer. And then there's also the opportunity to raise uh, a child together. And so there are many opportunities for service to others uh, associated with sexuality, which have also then been greatly baffled 
or uh, confused in the human social complex over thousands, many thousands of your years. So we're talking about, you know, what? Post-Atlantis? Well, we can say <laughs> pre-fall of Atlantis too. Uh, I assume there was a significant negative overlay to sexuality already. And um, this is a very, <clears throat> humanity is an extremely distorted mind group. <clears throat> and it's understandable that that distortion, uh, you know, uh, influences significantly the common understanding of sexuality, whereby sexuality <clears throat> is basically seen as a taking, not as potentially a giving. You know, you walk up to a woman in the bar and you say, uh, I see you're in pain emotionally. I'd like to offer myself to, to offer service to others by sexual interaction. Would you like that? Slap! <laughs> so, you can't really, you know, <clears throat> go into a relationship, um, or you can't really <clears throat> uh, share um, widely uh, sexual energy transfer as service to others unless the other person, you know, knows that and wishes that. And when Ron talked about wanderers' um, relationship patterns, Ra said that fourth density wanderers with an abundance of love, which also means love over wisdom imbalance, uh, generally, uh, choose often those partners who seem full of love or deficient in love, meaning they're keyed or tuned to fourth chakra, being fourth density wanderers. Then, Ra said, mistakes and uh, errors in judgment may occur easily because their own love over wisdom imbalance quality of mind, uh, deficient wisdom or discernment, uh, tuned to partners who may be full of love or deficient in love, uh, may um, get into trouble um, because they hadn't uh, discerned other important aspects of what they're getting themselves into. And so, Ra saying, in general here, <clears throat> humanity has acquired a negative overlay view and set of assumptions and way of being sexually uh, over a long time that uh, can be called a baffling of the service to others aspect of sexual energy transfer or a baffling not only of the metaphysical sharing of energy from Green Ray, but the thinking about sex in general, meaning like, fuck you, <laughs> right? Fuck you means I fuck you. What's wrong with I fuck you? Well, that's, that's actually I hurt you. So fuck equals hurt. Fuck off means what? Sex off? Sexual union off? Sexual union away? It means actually um, harm, <laughs> harm to you. So sex equals harm. I mean, there's so much distortion in the mind uh, about sex. <clears throat> and um, mm, <laughs> it's, um, I'm just thinking of a funny story when I uh, was at Yale University interview in 1980 or so, or 79, <clears throat> and related a story about uh, an essay I wrote when I was talking about self-love in a class in my senior year in high school. And in the essay, I was saying that, you know, a deep understanding of self-love gives new meaning to the phrase, go fuck yourself. And I um, 
was really, uh, I guess I really had a chip on my shoulder. So in the Yale University admissions room at age 18 or 17, uh, I related this uh, essay that I was proud of to the Yale University admissions crew <clears throat> and said, well, yeah, so self-love, you know, is really important. And it gives new meaning to the term, go fuck yourself. And suffice to say, that was the end of my application process at Yale University. But mm, there's so much misunderstanding. Um, sex is basically seen as a selfish taking, rather than as possibly a selfless giving, in general. And so, you know, the, the, this, the distortions in mind that lead to baffling of green ray transfer in sexuality of, you know, humanity, the, the distortions are thick and complex and tangled. And um, it's very difficult um, to establish uh, love-based sexuality, whether it's in a committed partnership relationship or not. So let's go on. <clears throat> 31.5, Don's asking further, if a sexual energy transfer occurs in green ray, and I'm assuming, assuming in this case that there's no red ray energy transfer, meaning green without red, which is not possible, does this mean it's impossible then for this particular transfer to include fertilization and birthing of an entity? So this is a deeper questioning about um, the nature of green ray transfer, how it relates to red ray transfer, uh, do they come together? Do they not come together? What's possible? Ra explains this is incorrect, meaning it's incorrect that uh, his assumptions. <laughs> Ra says there's always the red ray energy transfer. Bang. There's always red ray transfer due to the nature of the body complex. Body to body, male to female body, there's always a red ray transfer. But Ra goes on, the random result of this energy transfer will be as it will be, as a function of the possibility of fertilization at a given time in a given pairing of entities. The green ray energy transfer occurs due to the vibratory rate of each entity being undistorted in any vital sense by the yellow or orange ray energies. Thus the gift, shall we say, being given freely no payment being requested either of the body or the mind or of the spirit. Green ray is one of complete universality of love. This is a giving without expectation of return. So these, uh, this, this response gives us some key principles about what love is. Uh, Anahata chakra, green ray, fourth chakra, is of the complete universality of love. We all nerdy know that, but what is love? Well, Ra has also said that love and understand, dimension of love and understanding. So complete universality of love is giving without expectation of return. It's giving without seeking return. It's giving by a pure seeking only to be giving. In the giving, there's nothing further sought. In the giving, it's simply um, a freely offered gift, a freely offered giving. Now, that also is the basis of developing understanding. How? Because in the giving, there's no control. There's no taking, obviously. 
And in that free giving, <clears throat> without seeking any taking, without seeking anything coming back, there is a very profound opening of mind-body-spirit, or mind-body and mind to that which is, to all that is. In this case, to the conditions or to the beingness of the partner. Uh, but this is, again, uh, in the context of sexual energy transfer, which is only male-female, However, Ra had said there may surely be pure green ray transfer, not of a sexual type, between same gender folks. <clears throat> and so, but the sexual energy transfer can only occur in the metaphysical way uh, by opposite gender bodied people in sexual union. But green ray is not tied to physical. Uh, in general. It's just that sexual energy transfer is tied to polarized bodies, meaning dual gender congress, <laughs> dual gender male-female union. Green Ray, as complete universality of love, unconditional love, as free giving, not requesting payment, not requesting anything in return, um, not expecting any return whatsoever. That's the basis of understanding. It's also the basis of virtue and sila and ethical moral way and, of course, uh, harvestability to forward depositive and um, freedom from uh, karmic accumulation. And it's the pure nature of ahimsa, harmlessness. So harmlessness equals free giving. <clears throat> now that giving is not uh, a pushing giving, but it's giving upon request honoring the free will of the one one is giving to. Now, <clears throat> that can only happen when there isn't any uh, significant blockage by yellow or orange ray uh, chakra blockages. blockages. So, uh, the green ray energy transfer, in this case sexual energy transfer, occurs only due to the vibratory rate or the conditions of their development of each entity, male-female, in the sexual union, when they are then <clears throat> undistorted in any vital sense. And that's another phrase. Vital means etheric body, meaning uh, any essential chakra blockage of yellow, third, orange ray, second energies, meaning chakras. When second and third chakras are not significantly blocked, <clears throat> then both or either may be vibrating green ray then there may be a true sexual energy transfer or green ray sexual energy transfer. And that is a complete giving. That's what love is. And how many times do people get into a sexual relationship seeking to give? <clears throat> Almost never. <laughs> Actually, in general, people get into sexual relationship seeking to take. I want to take from you. I want sex. Means I want to get it from you. That's not green ray. So you can see the predicament humanity finds itself in where this most important and powerful and useful and potentially wonderful uh, form of energy transfer, sexual energy transfer, green ray transfer, uh, is quite unavailable to most people um, most of the time by, the, by their own distorted thinking about sex, uh, which is second, third chakra blockages, which... Um, baffle the service to others aspect or understanding or manifestation of sexual union. It's a real big problem. Meanwhile, um, there may or may not be fertilization at any time 
will cause, uh, you know, woman's condition, man's condition, sperm and egg and all that. So that's the difference between red and green ray transfers. 31.6, uh, Don says, I'm wondering if there was some principle behind the fact that a sexual union does not necessarily lead to fertilization. I'm not interested in the chemical or physical principles. I'm interested in whether or not there's some metaphysical principle that leads to the couple having a child or not, or is it purely random? And here's where I, um, you know, spoke a bit about higher dimensional beings and higher developed um, individuals in the sexual union participation in the uh, fact or act or potential of fertilization. That is uh, uh, part of what goes on regarding whether it's random or not. Ross says, this is random within certain limits, meaning it's random within certain limits <clears throat> as to whether any sexual, any particular sexual union of any two people at any given time um, leads to fertilization. Ross says, if an entity has reached the seniority whereby it chooses the basic structure of the life experience, their own life journey, this entity may then choose to incarnate in a physical complex which is not capable, excuse me, not capable of reproduction. So this is a case where it's not random because one or the other have chosen bodies that are fertile or infertile, not, not able to make a baby. Thus we find some entities which have chosen to be unfertile. Other entities through free will, make use of various devices to ensure non-fertility. <laughs> this is, you know, birth control, contraception. Except with these conditions, the condition is random. Uh, however, Rod did not talk about the uh, Atmanic and uh, higher self or higher dimensional positive beings' involvement in fertilization, which is often, not often, but sometimes recognized by a mother and or father uh, during the sexual act or, or subsequent to in the sense of I was aware of an overshadowing entity that wanted to come in or I knew that our fertilization, our, our activity would, would make a baby or I knew that you would come, the mother or father tells the child, I knew that you would be coming when your mother and I were together, something like that. <clears throat> uh, and there are other magical aspects, uh, interventions available, uh, whereby it's not quite random. Rod just didn't talk about that. It's uh, so a lot of material here. Um, 31.7, maybe we'll finish half the session, we'll see. Uh, Don says, in the material earlier, you mentioned magnetic attraction. Could you define and expand upon that term? This is, session is very meaty, isn't it? Ra gives another solid answer, says, we use the term magnetic attraction to indicate that in your bisexual natures, there is that which is of polarity. This polarity may be seen to be variable according to the, shall we say, male-female polarization of each entity, be each entity biologically male or female. This is a point of the internal or mind energy, consciousness energy, internal polarization or balance of male-female of each entity, even regardless, you know, within with, uh, or which is, which is an internal condition or a condition of associated also with them being biologically male or female, meaning some uh, 
some souls we call biologically male or female have a strong um, opposite gender mind energy um, orientation internally meaning a feminine man or a masculine woman in common terms uh, and so that's the male-female polarization of each entity be each entity biologically male or female thus you may see the mag goes on thus you may see the magnetism when two entities with the appropriate balance male-female versus female-male polarity meeting and thus feeling the attraction which polarized forces will exert one upon the other this is very deep this is the strength of the bisexual mechanism it does not take an act of will to decide to feel attraction for the one who is oppositely polarized sexually it will occur in an inevitable sense giving the free flow of energy a proper avenue the free giving the free flow of energy a proper avenue this avenue may be blocked by some distortion towards a belief condition which states to the entity that this attraction is not desired however the basic mechanism functions as simply as wood the magnet and the iron now <clears throat> we're talking about polarity within polarity polarity of mind energy um, within or associated with each person soul that is either biologically male or female uh, the polarity is variable meaning um, you know some men uh, are more uh, balanced or imbalanced male-female internally some women are more balanced or imbalanced male-female internally there are totally mannish women there are totally feminine men there are you know hyper masculine men and there are hyper feminine women uh, anything is possible so but this is um, polarity within the bisexual biological polarity then uh, Ra is saying that there's magnetism based on both um, male body to female body and male female balance within each of the uh, bisexual you know the dual gendered people and um, when there is an appropriate balance male female versus female male polarity which really means they fit they're compatible uh, they're they're compatible in um, in a polarized male female way that's not the same as mental or spiritual but the physical and the emotional so there's physical emotional mental spiritual right body mind spirit at the level of body and sensation and emotion and emotion what is emotion emotion is some kind of blend of uh, sensation conception it's basically some blend of feeling thinking right I'm angry or I have desire what is that well it's a body it's associated with body sensation and some concept or thought so body uh, sensation and then mind emotion and thought and then spirit complex um, compatibility or not of vibratory rate which is a level of evolution there is compatibility or not greater or lesser at all those levels physical emotional mental spiritual and within the physical emotional and mental physical mental body mind which is physical sensation or physical 
and then emotional, mental, intellectual, there may be, there, there is, uh, you know, different degrees of compatibility or magnetic attraction associated with the balances of each person, male, female, uh, not only in terms of body, but also mind. And so the attraction, uh, magnetic attraction is really a function of the, the relative compatibility at body-mind levels, physical, emotional, mental, of each entity's, associated with each entity's male-female balance, not only biologically body, but also uh, more so actually mentally or emotional mental. Uh, and that comes from the relative fit of each entity's mental overlay of male-female characteristic or tendency. You know, a very feminine man may be attracted to a very masculine woman. That's why gay men <laughs> and uh, lesbians often hang out. So, <clears throat> meanwhile, uh, a very masculine man may want a very feminine woman, or if that very masculine man is actually very softy inside, which is really common, he ends up with a strong woman, or stronger than him woman, like, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Football player uh, who looks like uh, super macho, but actually he's sort of um, a little softy inside uh, and ends up with the woman who rules the roost. Uh, common, common. So just because the big body is a super masculine biologically doesn't mean the mind is. Uh, and so likewise, you have, you know, Napoleon complex folks with like, uh, you know, little body male and uh, not strong red ray, let's say, not super masculine, quite weakly masculine body, but hyper masculine mind, meaning I want to, you know, control the world and uh, dominate everything. So... These are all subtle uh, elements to what comes out as magnetic attraction, uh, which is very interesting. <clears throat> and so one may have a very deep um, mind, heart, or spiritual connection to an opposite gender person. In this case, we're talking opposite gender, male, female. One may have a very strong, I mean, I'm familiar with this, a very strong sense that, you know, we're soulmates, but I have no desire. <laughs> because uh, somehow the physical emotional um, balance, this physical emotional magnetic attraction at those levels isn't much because um, there isn't sufficient polarization in some sense. N whatever, you know, there, the, there isn't uh, adequate polarization. There isn't um, a sharp enough contrast between the male-female qualities of the energetics of body in some sense you know that other you know whatever it may be but there isn't um there's compatibility at higher levels but not lower or there's compatibility at lower levels but not higher totally common i'm totally attracted to her i really want her you know or she wants him you know the woman who wants the bad boy right something about his male female balance uh, leads to strong magnetic attraction for her. Meanwhile, at the mental, spiritual levels, <laughs> she sees he's a louse. And um, <clears throat> it's actually said, I read, I read some report of a study that said that the guys who get the most sex are two types. One, very friendly, very warm, very kind, really nice guys, very strong love. Two, um, bad guys. <laughs> really selfish, mean, you know, the bad boy thing, who's a real asshole, 
you know? We may say, oh, bad boy. That's what the Vogue magazine says. Oh, he's a bad boy. You want the bad boy? Actually, he's an asshole. Actually, he's a stupid fool. And uh, there are, unfortunately, a lot of women who, who want stupid fools. S not only stupid, but they're asshole, obnoxious, selfish, mean, you know, real shit, shitheads. Sorry, I can express all my bad words here, but, you know, there are a lot of lousy guys in the world that women want. What's wrong with them? So, uh, those are the two types of guys who get a lot of sex, so it said in that study. The really nice guy and the real louse. And um, that's interesting. So, you know, why do women choose louses? That's a long psychological study. But... Um, it's surely related to very subtle balances and the compatibility of the balances of male-female biologically and mentally um, of each of the two people involved. And so Ra is saying the, the strength of the bisexual mechanism is that it doesn't take an act of will. It's not a conscious matter of decision to feel attraction strongly or not. You either you do or you don't. And in many cases, the, the longevity and wellness of a relationship, in my book, uh, depends totally or very fully on uh, compatibility that's really uh, obvious at the start. Compatibility of physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. Those levels of, um, those, those aspects of each being may be strongly compatible or quite not compatible and then each level has its own um, degree of compatibility. And thereby, the relationship is established, its longevity and wellness, or not, I think, is established right at the start, not by even uh, let's work on the relationship. Uh, and so compatibility, uh, you know, full spectrum, body, mind, spirit compatibility, as the determining factor for the quality, longevity, well-being of any relationship, I think is a, a very important principle. <clears throat> and Ra's then saying that, you know, um, attraction comes or it doesn't come, not only for opposite polarization sexually, but also the internal balances of male-female of each. It occurs in an inevitable sense. Um, however, uh, the avenue of the free flow of energy, which means, uh, you know, let's have sex, <laughs> the desire, that avenue may be blocked by some thought or belief condition, something in the mind which says, I don't want this attraction, right? I feel so much attraction for her, but I'm a married man, so I'll block it, I'll stop it, it's bad, goodbye. Or, uh, the make basic mechanism uh, <clears throat> is not blocked, and it's the free flow of energy is allowed the avenue of sexual union. And Ra likens this to the magnet and the iron, and that's what's called chemistry, you know, that's really body level only. But it is um, surely uh, input by or influenced and contributed to by um, the mental, you know, emotional, th mental degree of compatibility, uh, which is associated with the more subtle male-female polarization tendencies of each entity. And... Um, this is all associated with red ray, um, red ray expression. All right, what about homosexuality? Now, there, here, um, let's just see. We're at a funny point here because we have 50 minutes out, 
and uh, some questions on homosexuality, and we probably couldn't get into the next uh, session. Uh, we won't be have a whole hour. Let me let me close here and just make some comments on uh, sexual energy transfer and relationship. Next week we'll pick up with uh, 31.8 uh, homosexuality and then do some uh, further discussion on sexual energy transfer. <clears throat> uh, obviously, uh, sexuality is a very complicated matter. And there's uh, the level, you know, there's body, mind, spirit. So there's uh, a level of um, pre-conscious or or trans, you know, pre-conscious uh, interface between the two people that <clears throat> um, may or may not be understood or accepted uh, and may or may not be compatible with the more conscious levels of the interaction. Meaning, the person, the people may feel an attraction and not want it. They may not feel an attraction and wish they had it. They, uh, that's basically making peace with the biological. <laughs> um, it can be changed somewhat, but in some senses it can't. And uh, the, the biological, you know, the, more, the, the, the final product or the final manifestation of the biological polarization is obviously not only uh, based on biological gender of body, right? Because, again, there are some super feminine women. There are very masculine women. There are very masculine men. There are very feminine men meaning those who are in those two gender bodies. Those play into the, um, you know, the degree of magnetic attraction. And those, uh, those uh, levels of interface, which is really the, the chemical, but uh, it's not just chemistry because uh, a very uh, masculine man may not like a very masculine woman as a sexual partner. A very uh, gentle man, softer or more um, feminine, with a different balance, may want a stronger woman um, because he's seeking a certain balance um, of male-female, um, whereby he's stronger on the, on the yin and she's stronger on the yang. Now, that's just how they get together. From that, um, then there's the more conscious levels or consciously modifiable levels of the, of the relationship. And with the baffling, this baffling of sexuality or the green ray service to others aspect of sexuality that is, you know, inculcated or conditioned into us from day one, because our parents had it too, right? Any, any uh, pain, the woman, the mother has felt from the, from the father, the husband, may lead her to some kind of, um, you know, bias against men, which the boy or the girl child receives in some way. So the woman may have, you know, the husband may have been a louse too. So she married a louse. Then she has some kind of antipathy to men. That is then picked up by the daughter or the son. 
in and 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 then integrated to their own personal sense of identity or sense of self and that then plays into the formation of core beliefs and how they are uh, relate to opposite gender in uh, relationships when they're adult in marriage or partnership or anything and so there's that overlay from the parents from both gender parents right so the girl the daughter more strongly integrates generally generally integrates uh, by by her identification with mother because she's a girl and uh, mother is a female too she may more strongly integrate or identify with the mother's uh, male female biases likewise the boy may emulate his father or may hate his father but in either case has a stronger attachment attachment to the father because it's same gender body uh, in the integration or the um, opposition to the father's own biases regarding uh, male-female relationship. And then um, that's, you know, the Laos man generally had a Laos, lousy father. And the mannish woman, who may hate men, actually, don't, you know, I'm not saying uh, let's have inequality, but I'm saying some women hate men, by the way or they have a chip on their shoulder about men. But those are the men they chose as partners in their life, you know. Generally, they have a chip on their shoulder because they've met a lot of lousy men. Yeah, there are lots of lousy men. I often have a great dislike of human men, uh, just in general. Meanwhile, uh, now I'm, I'm balancing, so I have more dislike of human females. So, you know, that's a healthy development, right? Joke. But... Uh, it's a very complicated matter, you know. So, anyway, why don't we end through the raw here? And I realize that you guys can ask some questions. Uh, I wanted to speak at length about this rather than get into homosexuality because we wouldn't have we would be too far in the session for next time to be a full hour. Well, um, what is commonly called tantra, meaning sexual tantra meaning Hindu-related uh, technique and practice, theory and practice, associated with sexual union. Chinese Taoist also understands what's what we call Tantra. They call it dual cultivation, D-U-A-L, dual cultivation, meaning uh, meditative spiritual practice associated with sexuality with a, a partner. Uh, so Chinese Taoism and Indian Hinduism both understand uh, the the value and the potential somewhat of uh, sexual male female sexuality as a basis for spiritual practice, which would be very technique oriented more or less uh, in association with uh, you know being in sex sexual union, whereby there's visualization that each may do. There's pranayama or breath control, breath technique that each may do. There's uh, particular positions. There's particular movement associated with the breath, associated with directing energy in the uh, in relation to chakras and the uh, central channel up the back, and uh, moving energy by visualization and breath practice during the sexual congress. That's that's a overview of sexual tantra. And that can lead to 
uh, greater activation of six chakra, and then um, you know uh, activation of the shuttle, uh, spirit shuttle gateway bridge, which you know goes to intelligent infinity, and then comes down back as intelligent energy, and then can be used in any form of service expression after that. Um, the um, the forms of service that are available or chosen by the person who, uh, by magic of any sort, white magic of any sort, uh, that then makes contact with intelligent infinity or may utilize six chakra-related intelligent energy would be classified according to the chakra, uh, the main chakra in play, meaning four, five, or six. So those are three major forms or categories of service chakra basis that may then um, be chosen uh, after that contact with intelligent infinity and access to intelligent energy. Thus, the three forms are healing and comforting, uh, love-based, and <clears throat> uh, although healing also includes uh, six chakra but it's basically a six to four linkage or six to five linkage, which means that usage of intelligent energy for uh, knowing about service, knowing the mind of others, knowing uh, wisdom and being able to communicate it well, knowing others' mind and being able to um, offer skillful um, guidance, teaching. So there's the fourth ray application of that intelligent energy there's the fifth ray application of that intelligent energy, and then there's a purely sixth ray application of sixth ray intelligent energy, which would be uh, radiatory service or white magic, or simply, um, you know, a whole being, uh, a whole being uh, manifestation of beingness, which is uh, walking around the world um, at one, <laughs> knowing one, uh, and being at ease in a love-wisdom balance, which is a purely six-chakra manifestation, or a six-chakra manifestation that doesn't involve physical action. Like Ra said that the adept no longer expects results on visible planes. They're not trying uh, anything. They're not trying to offer um, healing service by, you know, energy transmission, or even comforting and um, physical relationship you know, and talking um, love, in a love-based way to help, or learning and speaking or hearing and um, uh, guiding. This kind of uh, physical interactive um, form of service also is not necessary, um, and it's not, you know, it's not associated with the purely six-ray only utilization of that intelligent energy which came from the contact of intelligent infinity. So basically, those uh, three chakras, four, five, six, uh, would be a, a simple way of classifying the types of service available to the one who's made contact with intelligent infinity. How's that? Um, yes, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> sexuality is the only uh, form of union or energy or form of relationship uh, in this case, male-female, 
that uh, does hold the potential for a full body, mind, spirit union. Absolutely. There's a vital energy transfer, um, which is basically um, non-physical, doesn't require touching, but a transmissions of, of vital force from one to the other, which is like, you know, I feel energized in her presence. Or... Uh, positive magic being done where there's vitalization, uh, vital, vital force transmitted from one to the other, uh, consciously and or consci unconsciously, but that doesn't require any physical touch. Then there's mental transfer, which is really transfer of uh, idea, uh, sound, vibration, complex, uh, by uh, speaking and hearing, you know, thinking and, and communicating uh, by dialogue, that also doesn't require touch and <laughs> doesn't normally involve touch, uh, but only sexual energy transfer. So there's vital transfer, which is not physical touching. There's mental transfer. There's no physical touching in that normally. They're valuable, but only sexual energy transfer includes a full body, mind, spirit uh, joining, potentially. And that's why sexual energy transfer is important or unique and very special. And that's why the raw group was so powerfully um, accelerated in their evolution and so harmonious. So if you can imagine, you know, a, a planet of, of human beings who um, were love-based, meaning uh, all cherished truth and justice and the well-being uh, of all and had a sense of commitment and responsibility uh, for each other in a very honest, s straightforward way, then not having inhibitions about sex, sex is dirty, sex is bad, sex is material only, sex is this, that, and the other thing, all those confused views of sex which humans have here, uh, without that, 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 that overlay um, of anti-sexuality, or complexification or complication of sexuality, uh, imagining them learning the ways of, of free sex, free love. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody's fucking everybody, but it wouldn't be a problem <laughs> if both wanted that. If you look at the book 2150, there is a sort of free love, free sexual attitude in that group within which it's well understood that um, not any two people are highly compatible. Or uh, one person would be normally highly compatible with only some, not all, of the whole group, even though there would be the willingness to engage sexually if both really recognized it was valuable or necessary and important for both or each. Uh, so they're still uh, moving towards mating or union of the most compatible uh, pairing in their open society where there's no inhibition about sex and sex as giving and helping and sharing and healing is fully understood or very well understood. Imagine a group like that. Well, uh, sexuality wouldn't become, wouldn't be problematic whatsoever. <laughs> they would see or determine somehow you know, whether it's third density figuring out, you know, maximal compatibility or fourth density seeing it easily, 
uh, once, you know, there would be the recognition of optimal compatibility between any two people, male, female, uh, whether it's one with many or one with only a few, that would be known, or one with only one, that would be known and accepted. There wouldn't be any complication around that. And then they would engage uh, sexually to whatever extent was appropriate for them together, uh, to whatever extent they uh, felt uh, they could do, meaning uh, magical, non-magical, non-magical uh, in the way of you know uh, not uh, using technique or magical, including technique for activation of sixth ray and uh, activation of the shuttle to eighth density or intelligent infinity. Uh, that would be a very common, ordinary part of life for such a group. And within that group, there would be a very great harmony because the uh, body would be well satisfied, you see. There's no divorce between spirituality and body desire. But body desire um, would be wholly integrated with the greater desire for self-transformation of each, understanding cosmic plan, meaning we're in this dimension, and to graduate to the next, we need to do this, and this is our way, this is my way, this is your way, it's the same way, even though we need some things different along the way. Uh, and they would uh, make sexual union based on that very uh, simply. Uh, and yes, sexuality is quite special then because it is the only form of fully engaged, potentially fully engaged body, mind, spirit joining um, at the physical levels and the mental and the spiritual uh, in this dimension. Uh, and and in, in other dimensions it's a little different, but they still have some body or energy form complex that also would be joined. So yes, and that's exactly why Orion and negativity has targeted sexuality so strongly from the get-go, from the beginning of uh, 3D civilization, but you know that was carried in from Marldek and Mars also, meaning the um, perversion of sexuality, or sexuality being uh, polluted in action by distortions uh, in mind that uh, ultimately baffle the service to other or green ray or love-based basis of sexuality. How's that? Next time, uh, the second part of uh, session 31, we'll talk about uh, homosexuality, Ra's take on that, which, which some people may disagree with, which is fine. Uh, but it's just, you know, one view, um, an introduction to Ra's view. And then further about sexual energy transfer, and we'll integrate questions. So that'll be all for today. Thank you for listening to my discussion at the end, um, which I hope was helpful. Uh, we'll carry on next week with the second part of Session 31, uh, and um, I appreciate the opportunity. Okay, good night.